What's going on, everybody? Uh, welcome back to another podcast. I'm testing on a different application this time, and I'm also testing with some different headphones. Let's see if the uh, sound quality sounds any better, but um, I'm going to go ahead and start this one off a little bit different than the other one. Um, you know, I got some feedback and really, really enjoy and really appreciate everything uh, people have said so far. Uh, pretty positive. The feedback that came back, you know, typical thing, just try to stick to one point and uh, maybe make them a little bit shorter. You know, sometimes you kind of get caught up uh, talking about stuff and you just don't really focus on the amount of time that's going. Um, but right now I'm, uh, I'm recording on an app called Anchor. So if you do have this, obviously this is what you're listening to on. Um, testing it out and seeing how this works. If not, I'm going to revert back to my old way by doing it off my laptop. Um, yeah, so... On uh, episode two of the podcast, um, I obviously don't really have a name. Uh, if you guys have any names or any suggestions, you know, just let me know. Uh, hit me up on uh, Facebook, Instagram, something. Text me if you got my number. But i uh, trying to figure out a good name. I thought uh, thought of a couple. None of them really stuck, but we'll get to that later. For now, we're just starting out, trying to get this thing going. And uh, on this episode, we're going to talk about photography. Because if you don't know me, um, I'm really big into photography. I like to do it as a hobby. And get out and either by myself or even with uh, the dog and or my wife and kind of just uh, be outside, get away from sitting behind the desk, watching TV all day and enjoy the environment around us. Um, I primarily shoot landscape and I'll shoot some other stuff uh, from time to time. I, I guess some people would consider it lifestyle, but um, I do portraits for people, family photos, Christmas cards, that kind of thing. Um, I've done a couple corporate shoots for um, local companies, nothing too crazy, nothing big, but uh, I, I was really into it. Uh, I still am. I'm kind of, you know, going a little bit slower at the photography thing. Um, I used to bring my camera and all my equipment with me everywhere I went all the time. And then I just realized I wasn't using it. I was more focused on trying to figure out how to get photos, shooting the photos, making sure people can get photos that I worried more about that and less about just being there and um, enjoying what's going on. Now, that's not to say that you can't enjoy a trip, a place, uh, you know, an adventure and take photos at the same time. I mean, I enjoy traveling around the world and doing stuff, but I do want to remember these and I do want to have some sort of memories for them one of them being photography and another one being uh, uh, another one being video. Uh, I just, I, I think that there's a good place for when you're getting older, you kind of forget certain aspects of what happened. You're, you know, you fly across the world. You spend 20 hours flying to, uh, in this case, uh, I'll mention Bali. Um, back in November of 2017, uh, my wife and I, we went to Bali Figured it'd probably be a better place to go than uh, she wanted to go to North Carolina. Um, and it was about the same price to fly to Bali that it was in North Carolina. And you know, my wife loves beaches. She loves the tropical environment. I don't really like to sit still and tan because I'm super pasty white. I burned really easily. And it's just not fun for me. But I figured Bali is beautiful. I've seen tons of photos and... So we made the trek over there. It took us 20 hours. It was 
probably about 14 on the plane alone and just, you know, you can't shoot photos on the plane. So I was just amped, ready to shoot photos. And the cool thing is looking back on them, I, I get to look at a different aspect and remember kind of the, the stuff that went on. And if I forget, it's like, that's right. That was the place we went to. And I think that photography, you, you know, is more of a hobby for me that's been, I don't know, three years now going on four. Um, and I, I just, I don't feel like it's a, it, it was ever a negative thing. Now it, it could be seen as a negative thing by some people, um, that I'm not enjoying my time. I'm more worried about taking photos and not living in the moment, but you know, I don't, I don't think that I'm missing out on anything. I think that I'm able to help others capture memories. If I am out with a group of friends or go on a trip with friends and I grab some photos of them, I think that it's cool to be able to do that. And I don't need to be fully just engaged with everything to still have fun and still know what's going on. I can still be a part of the conversation. I'm still enjoying stuff. I mean, there's obviously times that I'm not shooting photos, but when I'm done and I can see the photos or give them to people and, you know, they tell me that these are great. Thank you. And, you know, when we spend every day of our life with Instagram up on our phone and it's something that we live by, we live for the likes, the comments, the people to validate that what we're doing is cool and fun. And, you know, and I, I admit I'm one of those people. I, I not, not so much anymore, but I was one of those people when I first started. I, I saw people posting photos. I'm like, I don't understand how they get thousands of likes. They have to be buying likes. Um, you know, how the heck are they able to throw these photos up that they're not even, there's no composition to them. They didn't edit them. They just threw a filter that Instagram gave them. And I, you know, photos are to tell a story, but you know, there's a lot more than that goes into it than just shooting a photo on your phone and posting it. And that's it. I, it's just, you know, I invest a good amount of time editing these photos that we do uh, or that I take when we travel. It takes a long time to edit some of these things and I post them up and then I see people that come by and post a picture of, you know, a fucking street sign. And it's like sick street sign, bro. Here's 300 likes. It's like, how the hell are you going to get 300 likes? Because somebody posted a sign of, of a stop sign, a photo of a stop sign. And it's one of those don't above it and then stop. And then below it is believe in. And people were just like, yes, yes, get it. That's the best photo I've ever seen. Like, 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 give them all the hearts. And, you know, it's, it's kind of sad because, you know, you put people who invest a lot of time and effort and money into the this hobby and they're overshadowed by people who don't understand. It's not it's not that I just take photos and then here's your photos like I go through and edit them. And, you know, friends of mine that are photographers know this and they've told me this, too. It's you give a photo to somebody and they throw a black and white filter or a sepia filter or some bullshit on there. And it's like, oh, tag so and so took this photo. It's like, well what the shit? That's not my photo. You know, I, I didn't take that. I didn't edit that. Now the composition itself. Yeah, I took that photo, but the actual filter that you put on it is not mine and it's fake. That's not what I want. I want it more realistic. I want it this way or however. And you know, it's, it's easier, I think, to just get caught up in that, um, that cycle of, 
you know, looking for the most likes and making sure that all your stuff is perfect, that you start not enjoying the process, I guess. And, you know, I guess I'm not trying to come off as, uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not into photography anymore or, you know, everybody is like this cause it's only a select few, but yeah, I mean, I've slowed down. I've, I've put my focus into other things these days. Um, one of them being kind of losing weight and figuring things out with my fitness and enjoying that again, now that I don't have my injury as much. Um, traveling is still a big thing, working, trying to improve my career more. And, you know, some things that are a little more important than just posting up on Instagram a photo that I took when we were in Bali or down by the beach on the weekend. Um, it's not really a priority for me anymore. And, you know, not to say that I'm not going to, I'm not going to come back and into Instagram and post daily or something, but, you know, it's been a couple days where I'll just be on Instagram looking at people's stuff, but I won't necessarily post anything. I, I use the stories more to kind of go through some things. And if you follow my, uh, if you follow my personal account, the one that you have to ask permission to follow, you'll know. I mean, I, literally been posting up on those things about the bachelorette and all sorts of other stuff. This podcast being one of them. Um, it's, it's way better to just do the stories I think than try to go for the likes on, on, on the photos. It's the engagement's not all there. People, you know, it's, they get petty in, um, it, you know, and it works both ways. I'm, I'm not saying I'm perfect. I'm guilty of it too. There's, there's times where I won't like somebody's photo and then I'll tell them in person. But you know, what I hate is somebody won't like the photo. They won't tell me in person. And then I'll mention something and all of a sudden they'll be like, Oh yeah, I feel that same way. It's like, well, help me, you know, tell me that it makes me, it, it makes me feel better knowing that what I'm doing is, is working, that people enjoy it. It's not all about that, but it, it definitely helps people out, you know? And, uh, and I think it's a good thing. And, you know, with traveling, it helps kind of clear my mind with being able to be out there, shoot photos, not have to worry about posting it straight to Instagram or doing this and that. I mean, I've got so many photos I haven't posted and I don't think I ever will. And that's totally fine to me. Uh, I think it's good. I think the less we can worry about how many people like our photos and use it more as you know, these are my top photos that I may want to have on here to look back on someday, or I've started trying to look at it as a way of um, using it as a catalog to see where I started at years ago on Instagram and where I'm at now or where I'm going to be in a year or however that ends up being, because it shows it a little bit better than having to dig through my hard drive, find the photos that don't give me previews and all this other mumbo jumbo and stuff like that. Um, but otherwise I think it's definitely, uh, a good thing to, uh, have a hobby like photography in my, in my mind. Um, it get, it gets me, it gives me something to do where I'm not really reliant on a group of people to do this. Uh, but it's not all uh, pros on this side. I mean, there's obviously cons. Um, I spend way too much money on gear, or I did at least spend way too much money on gear. And when people ask how much it costs to buy some of the gear, I'm kind of reluctant to tell them because I don't think they'll understand the the cost versus you know what you can actually get for that money and stuff like that. I mean, 
you know, you can think of it in multiple ways. People go and spend hundreds of dollars on the weekend eating food, drinking beer, and hanging out at the bars. That's just not my scene. So I spend my money on other stuff, uh, whether it's a new camera body, a lens, stabilizer, things like that, that help me enjoy my time with these fun toys or this hobby that I have. Um, and that's where when I do photo shoots and do stuff for people and I mention how much it might cost for an hour photo shoot for somewhere, when I give the cost, it's usually cheaper than most people. Now, obviously I might not be as good as some of these other people, but at the same time, I'm not, I'm not really bad at it either. Um, so I've been told, and I think that it's hard, it's hard to throw that towards people and be like, Hey, I, you know, I'm asking for this amount of money per hour, but you have to understand, although I've bought this gear, I still need to pay for this gear over time or my time to edit. Cause most of the time goes into the editing. The edits are what take the longest. I can shoot thousands of photo within an hour, but I now have to go back and look through all those photos, make sure that they're all good, that they're in focus. I have to find the photos I want. I have to edit them. And depending on the photo or the situation, an edit could be as simple as throwing on uh, a preset I have that I made for photos specifically that look like that, that cut my time down. Or I have to individually go through these photos and edit them one by one in a specific way because the scenery is different. The composition's changed. And that could take days. It could take hours. It could take minutes. And when people complain about how much it costs, you know, fine. If it costs too much for you, find somebody to shoot on your iPhone. But, you know, it's just not, I, I don't think you're going to, you're never going to get the same quality from a DSLR or a mirrorless professional camera that you are on your phone. You can get close, but you're never going to get the exact look. And there's something to say about a very good, high quality photo with some depth of field and some artistic uh, composition behind it versus just pulling your phone out and taking a picture of someone. Um, and what sucks is like, I'll be at these events, these corporate events, and you know they hire me as a photographer to take photos for these people. And I'll just get a group of people that come next to me and start shooting on their iPhone. It's like, what? I mean, I'm, I'm happy that you hired me, but these people are, you know, they want instant gratification. They want their photo now to post on Instagram. Oh, I just saw this celebrity at this event. I want this on there. Do we need to do that? Probably not but we all do. And I think that it, it kind of sucks. It makes people think differently. Um, it makes people act differently as well around others. Uh, I think that if you find that you have a group of friends that worry more about posting photos on Instagram and how many likes they get on it nowadays, you tend to not enjoy the time you're hanging, you're enjoy the time you have with them because they're more worried about others outside of that moment or that select group that's there to validate that what they're doing is cool rather than just being with the people that are there who are cool and that are there for the right reason but everybody has their own thing I mean like I said I, I I've been guilty of this and yeah it's not I'm still on Instagram I still use it so I mean it's pretty it's pretty awesome it's a great platform I just think it's it's uh overused sometimes by others and by myself. And I think that photography has taught me one thing and that's I don't necessarily need to focus on the likes and how many photos I can produce and post per day and 
stuff like that, I need to slow it down a bit, take my time, enjoy the process and have the camera for future endeavors, whether it's trips, whether it's when I have a family, whether it's shooting photos of my dog. I mean, the family events, I mean, that one's kind of touchy. I don't really want to shoot photos on family events. Ideally. I mean, the one thing that sucks is because I shoot photos and people think that they're good when I go to family events or I end up going somewhere and somebody needs a photo taken, they instantly point at me. Oh, hey, yeah, he's a photographer. Give it to him. Hey, Taylor, take this photo. And I just, I take the photo and then all of a sudden, like, I get like three people like, oh, no, do it this way. Do it that way. And it's like, well, then why did you, like, if you know I shoot photos and you want me to take the photo, I don't, why are you telling me how to shoot the photo? Like, if you want it done a certain way, do it yourself. Like, don't ask me to shoot a photo and then criticize and critique and tell me how to shoot the photo. I don't go to your workplace and like, hey, what's going on? Oh, you make Subway sandwiches, huh? Oh, that's a horrible example because they make it to how you order. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. I, you know, that was a horrible one. That was horrible. That was, yeah. Um, but otherwise back to the amount of gear that I have, I've actually downsized a lot of my gear. I realized that I don't need to have so much stuff. Um, I can stay on the lower side and, uh, enjoy exactly what I have and use what I have to my advantage and learn everything there is to learn about the gear that I have um, rather than going out. Cause you know, one camera could be six grand. The other one could be two grand. One of them could be $600. And the differences are, there are differences, but the different, the amount of differences between the two don't constitute the cost of what they are. So that $6,000 camera may not have the same features or as great of features as the $2,000 camera but it has things that the two grand, two grand camera doesn't. And I don't think that it's worth spending the four grand for those features because it could be something as simple as three more megapixels, which no one's going to tell the difference. Or it could be, you know, the size of the camera is way more important than the battery life. It's There's trade-offs and it's what best fits for you. And right now, small, compact, light, travel size, fits me. I can fit everything I have into one backpack. And all I need to do is laptop, drone, camera, in the bag, batteries, chargers, and I'm out. I got everything I need to create good content and have fun and create those memories that I really want. Um, but that that being said, I think, uh, you know, there's always going to be something out there that's better than what I have. And I have to be content with what I, what I have right now. And I you know, I have a problem with that. I can tell you my whole life growing up, I've always wanted the biggest, the best, the newest thing. And it wasn't until recently that I decided it's not worth my time. It's not worth my money being spent on it. Um, that I just need to buy one thing, focus, use it and enjoy it. And right now I love the setup that I have. Um, everything, all my gear that I have is great. And I don't foresee me selling and getting anything anytime soon. I think that where I'm at, I'm good. I'm not shooting photos every day like I was. I'm enjoying shooting photos, but I'm taking time to focus on other things. And I just really, 
I really enjoy the process of shooting photos, finding good compositions, creating a story behind it and a memory that I can remember. And at some point I'll get one of them printed. I want to get one printed super large. I mean, I'm talking three feet by four feet and hang it up somewhere in my house. Um, just to kind of, you know, solidify the, uh, the time and effort I've taken into one of my photos and show how great and beautiful it is. Uh, otherwise, you know, what, what am I doing it for if I'm not attempting to enjoy it and create something special, a memory out of it for myself um, and potentially for others who are interested in uh, my wife and I's travels. Right now, we don't have anything coming up as far as travels. We're kind of laying low. Um, we're going to save up and maybe do another trip next year. Uh, we've been talking about doing Greece or, um, we really enjoy the Europe area, Southeast Asia. Uh, I mean, it's cheap, so that's cool, but it also is cheap, which, um, isn't necessarily a dig, but it's definitely a, a sick burn because Bali, from what I didn't know, is a third world country. Had no idea. I just assumed it was kind of not that nicely kept, but it was beautiful. Everything was cheap. Their food wasn't cooked properly. So that's why I got sick. And by the way, if you don't know, Bali belly is a real thing. I had no idea. And if you ever get sick in another country, especially Southeast Asia, it's going to be a, you're going to have a, you're going to have a bad time. Um, you're going to, you're going to learn today because that shit is shit. Like it, it was literal shit. It was horrible. And I could not find meds. I couldn't, I wasn't going to a doctor there. Cause like the fuck, I, what are they going to tell me? They probably don't speak great English. None of the people we really talked to did. Um, and you know, it, it, that was towards the end of the trip. And when I first got back, it was a real negative because I had to fly home sick for 14 hours on a plane. And that was one of the most miserable times of my life. And I've been in ICU, ICUs of the hospital. I've gone through multiple surgeries and that by far was miserable because I had no control over what was happening. And it was just a virus that had to play its course for two weeks. Now that ruined the end of the trip, but looking back on the photos and the videos, I, I had a great time. It was beautiful. It's a, an amazing place. If you have the opportunity and you want to go, I highly recommend going. Um, driving the scooter around, which is main transportation was fucking awesome. Um, probably my favorite, favorite part. And it, it just, it, it was definitely a different culture and it blew my mind how, how, how nice people over there can be when they have nothing. They, they were sitting outside of their homes, which were basically shacks selling gasoline out of vodka bottles and other types of alcohol bottles to people like me who needed gas for the mopeds and that money would help pay for their food or pay for their home or something. It was absolutely unreal. And I think definitely go there. There's some great places that aren't third world. They, they have amazing beach clubs. They have amazing bars and restaurants and all of that. But uh, it definitely is a different change. It takes you about an hour and a half to get somewhere that's only 10 miles because there's only two lanes, one each way. And you're on a scooter with 
hundreds of other people, thousands of other people on scooters and their semi trucks and cars just weaving. There's no laws on the road, really, except wear your helmet because we got pulled over and had to pay a fine. Kind of that uh, shady, you know, uh, Mexico deal where they just kind of take your money and, or ask you how much you have or they'll arrest you <laughs> happened there. So that wasn't too fun. But you know, the villas are amazing, outdoor showers. I mean, it's hot and muggy, so that kind of sucks, but beautiful places to stay. And I mean, I can't, I can't say enough of how great it was. We went to one of the islands for two days where it was literally, you can ride a bike around the whole island and cover the whole island in 45 minutes. And I have a drone photo somewhere that shows from up high how big the island is. And it's not that big. And it was a blast just riding bikes, hanging out on the beach, walking, uh, sunsets are amazing there um we met a wonderful like german couple who i still keep in contact with and they were super nice and you know it, it's just it traveling is one thing that when i was younger i never wanted to do and then until i met my wife uh I, all of a sudden she wanted she wanted to travel i said sure let's try it and i don't think we've looked back we just keep going places and usually it's out of the country and it's one of the best things that we do, I think, is travel together because it not only helps us learn more about each other and about ourselves, but it kind of gives us that connection that we have with just us. I mean, yeah, it'd be great to travel with other people or other couples, but when we travel by ourselves, I mean, we're a great team. We we hit the ground running and we don't take it out on each other. We just kind of go with the flow and, you know, it's it's awesome. I love it. And I can't wait till, you know, we can go on our next trip and figure all that out. And you damn well know I'm going to have my camera strapped to my back or in my right hand ready to shoot because there's some beautiful places in this world that some people just have not seen that will change their perspective. I mean, it is wonderful to be back home from a trip, but to go somewhere else, even though it's not home, it has a good feeling of just you know, you're so far from home, but yet you feel like you're learning so much about that area. And yeah, if you don't travel or you haven't traveled much, I number one on your list for 2018. Okay, 2019, since 2018 is already like half over. Travel out of the country. If you want somewhere more easy to go about and speaks English, hit up Europe. I mean, wonderful. I can't say enough about Europe. It's great. Uh, if you don't mind the language barrier and you want somewhere cheap, but also, like I said, it's going to be, you know, you can get some nice stuff, but it's going to be a little rough. Uh, I recommend Bali. I mean, a lot of people do Thailand. I've heard things, but if you don't want big cities, you want more outskirts, beautiful villas in the forest, Bali's where it's at. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I don't know. I feel like I've ranted on enough about this kind of stuff. And this one was a little more of another test for a podcast and trying to stay on track with photography and kind of where that leads. But from here, I'm going to, I'm going to sign it off. Remember, you can always follow me on Instagram at Taylor J Haney. Although all I did was talk about how I don't want to be on Instagram, but if you follow me on Instagram, you can hit me up in the DMS and ask me questions, give me ideas on what to talk about in the podcast you can follow me on Facebook, Taylor J. Haney Photography or Taylor Haney on my actual one, depending on, you know, if you send me a message, say you heard of me on my podcast, I'll probably add you. You can kind of follow me on there. Um, but 
you know, follow me on the social media ones. If you have my number, text me, let me know. But I'm also looking for friends, family, whoever wants to be on the podcast that wants to talk about stuff. Um, it could be anything from your job, um, looking more for like something that you're passionate about. Just give me a little in, insight into what you do as a hobby and how you go about enjoying that hobby yourself. And, you know, getting me the ability to learn a little more from my friends and more info on who you are and what you like to do, because, you know, we all do something different. We all have a different outlook on stuff. And I would, I'd like to see what, uh, what kind of differences we have and how it works out. So, um, like I said, follow me on those accounts. I hope this podcast is a little better. I'm going to try to cut it a little shorter. I think last one was, uh, almost 40 minutes. This one's almost 30 and, um, let's see what this anchor app does. Cause, uh, Oh, by the way, shout out to my friend, Miles. Uh, he gave me the idea on this app. I've heard of it. I never downloaded it. I downloaded it. I'm recording this on my phone with my AirPods. So I'm going to test to hear this audio. And if it sucks, then I just wasted 30 minutes of talking about stuff and things and not even knowing that the audio was that great. So um, until next time, guys, thanks again for uh, listening in. My name is Taylor Haney, and this is going to be podcast number two.